Hello fellow cinephiles. Welcome to A Dose of Cinema podcast and I am your host Priyo Brodoshaha. In this channel we discuss various kinds of movies from classics to recently released ones and in today's episode we will be talking about Interstellar directed by Christopher Nolan and Stanley Kubrick's masterpiece movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. If you have watched both these films you already know why this episode is about these two movies together uh, and in case you haven't watched either one please do both of these movies are amazing and come back after watching because I'm not reviewing these films it's going to be kind of a discussion about the similarities and differences in story structure and underlying themes of these two movies and therefore there will be major spoilers but this is going to be an interesting episode so please listen to the end of it if you find the topic interesting and you may comment if you like it on our facebook page of the same name a dose of cinema and suggest if we should make more episodes like this so without wasting any more time let's get started so interstellar is considered to be one of the best space movies and space odyssey also holds its own place as the all-time best sci-fi space movie. Interstellar is a 2014 movie and Space Odyssey was made in 1968, so we shouldn't really compare them in every aspect of filmmaking as th- they are from different generations and a lot of technological advancements have happened between 1968 and 2014. On one hand, there is Interstellar's stunning visuals of the black hole and on the other, the level of visual storytelling in Space Odyssey where interstellar shows us a cgi made black hole new planets with frozen cloud space odyssey's beautiful camera work combined with interesting sets and editing tells a whole story without using much dialogues there are shots of spinning doorways inside spaceships with weirdly oriented gravity the scenes look amazing to the eyes so it seems like comparing these two movies in every aspect differently would be very hard and somewhat silly also uh, because they may be similar in some ways but uh, uh, yeah there are striking similarities yes we will come to that but despite those similarities in structures both uh, from technical and storytelling styles these two are very different so we will compare these two in terms of how differently they treat the story of human's journey to the outer space which one is scientific and which one is more religious which one is more brave in exploring the unknown and this so let me remind you of the storylines in brief in interstellar we see a future earth which is dying and humanity needs a new planet to survive and for this cooper and the team goes to another galaxy with three probably habitable planets through a wormhole and while returning cooper falls into a black hole and accidentally finds the data needed and connects some dots and sends the data to his daughter through morse code he is then saved by some superior beings and returns and again goes on exploration now the story of interstellar is really hard to tell in short but this is pretty much it It's hard to understand also the whole thing on the first viewing but you'll understand it Nolan really explains everything in the movie 
On the other hand, 2001: A Space Odyssey has a simpler story in terms of scientific complexities, but it spans millions of years from the time of our ape ancestors to a future when machines have more emotions than humans. Some godlike beings send monoliths to the apes and they gain the first stage of intelligence and from that the story cuts into modern time when men simply travel to the moon and another monolith is found on the moon. Scientists don't really understand it either like the apes didn't and now scientists send a Jupiter mission 18 months later the monolith is found on moon and one of the astronauts falls into a wormhole reaching somewhere beyond infinity that's made by some superior beings for him and time flies there before he understands it all there he sees another monolith and goes the next step into mankind's evolution he turns into a star child and returns to earth so these were the storylines in brief now let's compare these two movies both movies are from the same genre both are science fictions and space movies so we can compare them both talk about superior beings they may or may not be gods and uh, they talk about artificially intelligent machines made by mankind and um, returning home as a wiser human or what someone may call uh, superman nolan even puts a red cape on cooper in a scene when Uh, Cooper talks with Romilly and Cooper in that scene is uh, portrayed as a bright hopeful optimistic person there he is mankind's hope just like superman and in space odyssey dev woman returns as a star child which you can compare to god's child in both movies uh, there are scenes where the directors make a reference to the famous painting of michelangelo the creation of adam uh, in interstellar when cooper stretches his hands from the black hole to dr brand and in space odyssey when dying dev woman stretches out his hand to touch the monolith which turns him into the star child just like in the painting the birth of the uh, creation of adam god gave life to adam through his fingers so these are some striking similarities between these two movies probably because nolan is a fan of kubrick and 2001 is one of his favorite movies he surely was highly inspired by space odyssey but these two movies are very different in storytelling interstellar's plot revolves around terms like wormhole going into another galaxy and finding another habitable planet Uh, these are hard to follow for a non-science person. You have to really understand the plot of Interstellar while watching, and most people don't really understand it on the first viewing because the story is really complicated. The ending of the movie deals with fifth-dimensional beings and singularity, finding some quantum data and sending them back to Earth through a tesseract made by fifth-dimensional beings. Like these are a lot to understand. and so people have to rewatch it to fully grasp the story so nolan has put enough drama in this movie so that audience uh, does want to see interstellar again the characters here aren't some scientists just doing science they are us uh, we understand their motivations and we feel their fear their love their urgency 
Interstellar is such close a movie to us not because of its scientific correctness but these little emotions Nolan has put in it. Uh, on the other hand, 2001 is made in a totally different way. The storytelling there is completely different from Interstellar and most other sci-fi movies. It has uh, only about half an hour of dialogues in a hopping 2 hours and 50 minutes runtime. It's almost 3 hours long. So the movie is long and but the dialogues are extremely minimal. Kubrick tells the story using damn good visuals and sound. He uses dialogues just as minimally as possible. 2001 doesn't have conventional storytelling but it's not something hard to follow. It's actually very simple in terms of plot. It doesn't fill the movie with complex terms like uh, time dilation, relativity. Instead, it just shows a story of evolution of mankind starting from the times of the apes millions of years back. You don't have to understand anything while watching 2001. There is no complex plot. 2001's understanding starts after you finish watching the movie. It is a masterpiece of visual storytelling. The movie is slow, yes, and Kubrick gives a hint of that in the beginning of the movie. He uses a black screen for longer than usual before anything appears on the screen. Just the music plays. After that, he shows 12 as I can remember, he shows uh, 12 colorful wide-angle landscape shots of the earth and establishes the plot. It's all done visually, no dialogues or voiceover. The movie has a simple plot but it doesn't mean that there's nothing to understand. It is one of the most open-ended movies ever made. As I said, 2001's understanding begins after you finish watching the movie. Yeah, uh, it is yes, it is one of the most open-ended movies. Interstellar also is hard to understand but 2001's ambiguity is very different and on another level. This is the basic difference between Nolan and Kubrick and their sci-fi imaginations. Let me explain that. In the end of Interstellar, you have very predictable questions and uh, answer options are also not unlimited, but uh, but the answers must be co- concrete answers. Like who are they in the movie? who put the wormhole and made the tesseract there it has only two probable answers either they are some alien who are fifth dimensional beings or they are us from future the movie strongly suggests that they are actually us from the future uh, cooper actually tells that in one scene but in the case of 2001 the ending doesn't give you two or four options to choose the correct option from It asks you descriptive questions. It ignites lots of questions inside your brain cells and none of those have a concrete answer. Uh, like Cooper in Interstellar was saved by some superior beings and put into that tesseract. Dave in Space Odyssey is also saved by some godlike beings and put into that big fancy room after he travels through that wormhole to reach beyond infinity. There he sees the last monolith in the movie who put that who is putting this monolith is it god who is helping the human race to evolve god even if this is some god it surely isn't the gods we know and worship on earth this god isn't like jesus or allah or shiva q 
Kubrick has redefined the idea of God in a completely new way in this movie and he doesn't explain that either. The God or God-like being, whatever you call them in 2001, remains unexplained in the movie. And so it arises various kinds of questions till today, 52 years after its release. This movie was way ahead of its time. But Interstellar, however complicated it is, it explains everything in the movie. It connects every dots. So there is much less ambiguity in Interstellar. Cooper is our protagonist and he also has the idea that they are actually us from future. They can access time as a physical coordinate like space coordinates but can't communicate with us. Interstellar takes a more practical take on the unknown. It surely explores the space and the future but it doesn't really bring the infinity, the real unknown into the equation of the movie which Kubrick does in 2001, A Space Odyssey. Interstellar is practical, optimistic, confident about mankind. Interstellar imagines that one day we will be so advanced in technology and science that we can overcome anything by creating even a five-dimensional tesseract and placing wormholes. Interstellar imagines future mankind as a creator in the place of God as such being what we may perceive as God for now. But in this aspect, 2001 is the direct opposite to this idea. Space Odyssey doesn't keep its feet inside the finite space only, it takes a brave step and tries to imagine beyond infinite. This movie celebrates the unknown, it's grounded in science but doesn't put science above the unknown. Space Odyssey brings science and philosophy together, which actually makes sense, but most people don't understand this. We think that as science and philosophy are different branches of study, there must be two disjoint things. But as a person from a mathematics background, let me tell you that the more you study science, especially mathematics, you'll really see that it merges with philosophy somewhere. Back to the movies. Space Odyssey sure comments on some philosophical level and talks about God, but not in the way the prophets do. Kubrick rethinks the greatest myth on earth and his God is something that we always want to understand but can never really understand. Just like Dave in the end of the movie. He went to study the monolith, right? But he had to unplug hell and he was taken by the God or God-like aliens and he almost is controlled by them. He dies and is reborn as a star child, which signifies mankind's next step in evolution. He failed to understand God and he surrendered himself in the hand of God. And after he has unplugged man-made artificial intelligence and surrendered, only then he is allowed to go into the next step into evolution. This God is exactly what we call infinite. It cannot be reached just like limit in mathematics. We can go closer and closer to it by becoming more and more civilized and advanced in science, but we can never touch God or become God. We can never fully understand Him, just like infinity. So Space Odyssey admits uh, so, uh, that uh, it somehow becomes a little religious. It admits that science will take us forward, but doesn't dismiss the idea that some kind of godlike beings exist and they help us evolve. But Nolan's film 
is kind of atheist <laughs> it uh, it shows uh, it also has unknown entities in the beginning of the movie we call them they but at the end we see that they can be us in future through our survival and advancements we can actually reach that stage interstellar doesn't deal with infinity i'm not saying that this is something that makes it worse than space odyssey but this makes interstellar less ambiguous and less interesting to discuss interstellar doesn't spark as many different kinds of questions that space odyssey does in this sense interstellar is bounded in finite where space odyssey in unbounded and really explores the unknown the infinity okay so this was a pretty big episode and uh, was a difficult topic also probably some may not even like the idea of comparing these two amazing movies but i think these two are very comparable and both are my favorite movies also 2001 was nolan's favorite movie so yeah uh, i surely missed many points which could have been discussed to compare them you can mention them in the comments on today's post on our facebook page adults of cinema you can also send a voice message uh, if you have any suggestions for us on anchor.fm/prios p r i y o s a dose of cinema is available on spotify google podcast breaker and most other podcast services this is our second episode and if you like it please share it with your cinephile friends i'll appreciate that very much thank you cinephiles i'm signing off now the next episode will be coming shortly till then peace stay safe stay home and take your dose of cinema.